Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Now, today is Tuesday, and on Tuesday is when we do the show basically entitled From the Pulpit to the Couch, where you receive biblical teaching as well as get information from myself, Jeanette Abney, a licensed therapist. Now, I want to apologize, first of all, my throat been experiencing what my co-therapist would say, experiencing a healing. So my throat is killing me as well as my voice because I've been talking too loud. And when I talk loud, I get hoarse. So excuse me for that. I apologize. I didn't come on the radio yesterday because of it, but I said today I got to do this show because I've been wanting to talk about appreciation. Now, if you're out there on Facebook or I need to get a chance to put the information out there on my social, my other social media outlet, share this information. And if you have any topics that you would like for me to discuss, you can Google my name, Jeanette Abney, which is spelled J-E-A-N-E-T-T-E, last name is A-B-N-E-Y, or you can call my office number because it's forwarded to my cell phone, 714 because if you have any business ideas or if you want to promote your business, if you even want to support the show, just let me know. That's what I'm here for. Now, today's topic is entitled, as I always say, or called, Entitlement Without Appreciation. Now, I have put some things out there on Facebook (laughs) <laughs> this sucker. Always. Okay. Not going to even worry about it. Okay. So I put some information out there on Facebook. And when I put out there on Facebook, appreciate it. Or perhaps take it for granted. Or you perhaps take it things or people for granted. Many individuals struggle with entitlement issues, yet lack to demonstrate appreciation even if they get what they ask you for, sometimes they still struggle with saying, thank you, I appreciate you. And we're going to be talking about that because I want to know, is this something that happens in childhood, teenage years? Because I'm finding that not only children have difficulties with lacking appreciation, so does adults, even older adults. They have a sense of, You owe me. I'm entitled to this. Now, I was once told that you don't miss something until it's gone. And that is true because many individuals are getting tired of the fact that they may have either young adults living in their home or they're caring for their elderly parents that they feel that they're being mistreated or taken advantage of or they're in a dating relationship or perhaps married where the relationship is not being reciprocated and it appears that it is one-sided. So there's a lot of ways we can approach this subject, even with entitlement issues. Where does that come from? And when we talk about entitlement, it can have to do with your finances, your health, where you live, the vehicle you drive. A lot of times we think that, I'm not going to happen to it, like I'm, my voice, 
Now, I remember losing my voice a long time ago because I, I then messed that up when I remember being in middle school and I used to sing and I used to take advantage of that to where when I found out that people were getting paid to sing, even in churches and all this other stuff, and when I became a young adult, I was like, I'm not singing unless I get a Big Mac. I'm not singing unless I get $5. I was sitting in the choir stand, fall asleep. By the time I got down, my mother would kick my butt because I abused what God had given to me. And then it went from there to doing, later on, being therapist, doing radio. You know, like I said, sometimes we don't appreciate the gifts that God has given to us. And they say, God, give it. Take it away. Don't do that. Don't mess up your gift by feeling that you are entitled to something. Now, I know Mr. Bobbitt wanted to be on the air with me, and now he's going to send me something talking about he can't. <laughs> but it's okay. It, it is okay. So I'm going to pick some other people to see if they are available for the show today. Because a lot of times I hear individuals talk about certain things, certain issues that they're having, problems that they're having. They don't want to put the topic out. It's up on me. I'm like, really? No, you didn't just do that. But that's that's okay. So let me see if Ms. Cook is available. Let me see. Are you available for the show? And, again, if you want to call in, Hey, Nancy, I'm live on the air right now. How are you doing? I forgot your phone number for the, for the radio station. Okay. The radio station topic is 516-387-1914. Okay, I get that. Okay. Thank you for calling me. I appreciate it. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay. See, appreciate individuals. See, I don't feel like they have to do it, but I appreciate them. So let me send LaShawn 516, and we'll wait for the first guest to call me in. I'll forget a number. 387 Okay, 516 Okay, if you want to call in and you want to join in, because like I said, where does that come from? Where do, how do people just get a sense of entitlement. Who said that somebody owed you something? You know, and and, and I find it very hard, especially being a therapist, because a lot of times individuals are coming into therapy, bringing that in as if someone owed them something. It could have been somebody told you that they were going to give this to you. Now, when we look up the word just entitlement alone, it is the fact of having a right to something. I have a right to this. Yes, we have a right to um, certain things in regards to being respected, um, having dignity, having a purpose. Okay, she said, let me put the baby in bed. I'm putting it. Okay, thank you, LaShawn. I appreciate you. So we do have a certain right to certain things, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, because those are things that we should have. But still, happiness is still can also be considered a choice. But the fact of having a right to something, full entitlement to certain things, when we start talking about these things, whether it is, you know, something that I feel I inherited 
or it says, what is an entitlement person? Because there are a lot of individuals that behave that way. The entitlement mentality is defined as a sense of deservingness or being owed or a favor when little or nothing has been done to deserve special treatment. It is the you owe me attitude. Entitlement is also a narcissistic personality trait, meaning that they feel that someone owes them something. Now, how does this even start? How does it even, how does a child even get to that point? Now, often individuals who have been mistreated or disrespected, they may exhibit a sense of entitlement when they start to feel that they deserve better or they have been not getting what they feel that they should be owed. This is a part of a healthy shift towards to find a way to balance this out but not make it so one-sided. Now, how does an entitled person act? Individuals high in entitlement believe and I mean, they truly believe that the person is supposed to do this. You should do this. You ought to do this. They demand that you do this because of who they are. Now, that right there is deep. We just witnessed the queen pass away, and I had a conversation with my daughter in regards to the king, and I said, couldn't she have passed that down? My daughter said, Mom, she could have passed that down a long time ago, but she just would not do it. And it's sad that for him to become king, and he can't even really, in my opinion, enjoy this moment right now only because he still got to bury his father. So in order for you to become king, your mother has to pass away. Nancy, I see you on Facebook Live. Do you want me to join you on Facebook Live because you're saying hello, or are you going to call in on the show? As today's topic is entitlement without appreciation. Now, with him becoming king, he now has the throne. So then my question became, well, what about his children? His, and all of these individuals have a sense of entitlement. I'm the duchess. I'm the prince. I'm this. I'm that. I'm treated with royalty. And sometimes, like I said, that can be taken for granted because in some cases, individuals will learn that they have the ability to mistreat someone because of who they are. And when that mistreatment starts, it's normally where you will see the lack of appreciation. Now, what is the opposite of entitlement? Now, the opposite of entitlement is when someone has special rights or advantages and they're granted the available only to a particular group of persons. They could be the disadvantage, handicap, the benefit, or to call in. Okay, again, the number to call in if you want to join the show is 516-387-1914. Because I do want to hear what you have to say as we talk about entitlement without appreciation. Because many individuals, like I said, are experiencing this. 
Some kids are still living at home. Some individuals have went off to college. Some individuals are in marriages to where there's a reversal of roles, to where individuals feel that they are entitled. Now, Nancy said, bring her on. Let me see. Okay, I'm trying to press the – I am not trying. I am bringing you on the Facebook Live, Nancy, if you want to join in on the Facebook, and then they can see you on that too as we're doing this show. How do you let a person know that your entitlement issues is not working for me? I do not like the way that I am being treated. I do not like the way you say things to me. How do you do this? Now, I indicated earlier that the sense of entitlement, we know that sometimes it's seen in children. And it's not always negative, though. Throughout the stages of development, children depend on individuals. Now, let me log in this caller. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Number NNN33, how are you doing? I'm good. This is Nancy. Okay, so now I can click you off. We're trying to add you on the Facebook. Okay, so today's topic is entitled, Entitlement without appreciation. What do you think about that topic? It's an excellent topic for the people that, that um, you know, entitlement is to know, um, let's for like Queen, Queen of England, she, she was entitled, but she did it for, for what I understand from the history going back to the Native Americans in Canada, um, how they treat, were treated so, on, so, so cruelly, um, I didn't appreciate that. I didn't appreciate hearing, hearing that happen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it did happen to me. It did happen mm-hmm. to my, my relatives that were, were living there at the time. Mhm. And entitlement well, you know, is based on based on the root of how you were raised from the time you were raised all the way up. Um. Mm-hmm. Basically, a, a a company is is um, for instance, the company that I'm currently working for right now, it is is an entitlement. Um, what do you call it? Seniority. Seniority can be an entitlement. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can pick and choose what schedule you get, and um, mm-hmm. the people that are, that are newer don't get a choice. They get to have what what's there. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's interesting that you said that, and it kind of reminded me of my childhood because. My mother used to call me a brat and said I had entitlement issues. And I did. I ain't going to lie. I did. And I would get to the point to where I'll never forget where I didn't like the month of October because it seemed like everybody in my family's birthday was in October but mine because I was in April. And I used to tell my mother because, you know, she had a two-bedroom house. still here. And I used to say, I don't want to sleep in a room with a bunch of Libras. I need my own room. I need my – so my mother had a room built on to the house. 
I guess that's why she, when she died, man, she left me a mortgage. She was like, you made me pay for it? No, you pay for it. <laughs> oh, Lord. I, I was horrible when, when I was around my grandparents because they always gave me what I wanted. And, and it wasn't that I was just, I didn't think I was a brat, but they thought I was a brat. Now, the thing is we start talking about entitlement, they think they deserve special treatment. People with a sense of entitlement expect to get preferential treatment, get favors in life without regard to why they should be treated specially. Their views, for example, is the world owes me. See, I never looked at it as if the world owed me. I just wanted it from certain people, like my grandmama, my mother, my aunties, my uncles. You know, I wouldn't spend night at their house unless they just went grocery shopping. So that was my thing, but it wasn't the world. I wasn't thinking about the world. It was, it was just them. Another thing is they feel they deserve more than what they have in life. And that's what I mean about appreciation. I've been here for months. I've been here. So where I appreciate things far more now than I did when I was younger. You know, I appreciate the fact that I was looking at my medical reports and looking at, I'm like, oh, Lord, here we go. You know, when you start getting these news from the doctors, how we take our hope for granted, how we take, you know, we don't want to exercise, we don't want to eat right, we don't want to, you know, we miss, we abuse our finances, we, we go into unhealthy, toxic relationships, we abuse our bodies, we... We take a lot of things for granted, Nancy, that we don't realize until we get older or we get caught up in situations that you yeah, you're absolutely right because you know my energy level now I'm 45 years old and now I have to drink two cups of coffee and um an energy drink just to get through the day. It's like what the heck? It's crazy. You know, burning it burning is. your candles at both ends. And right up Girl, the middle, I, it's not going to work work very long. I'm wondering, I love you. I love cheese. I can't eat cheese no more. Cheese don't go well with my body. You know, and I'm like, is it menopause? Is it this? Is it arthritis? Is it lupus? Is it... So it's just so stuff that goes on. We think that that we really do. Another thing is they feel like people should do things for them because of who they are or how much money or power they have. Now, that right there is huge. Because of who I am, because of how much money and power they have. Now, this article is coming from what's called Very Well Mind, and it talks about this. And it talks about it in a way to where that, um, that because of money, if they have reached a certain level of success, they feel that everyone should bend over backwards to help them. If someone has a problem with them or just not agree with them or what they're doing, they will try to make the other party feel as if they are wrong and that it's a horrible thing to disagree with them. 
That's not cool. Another example of individuals with entitlement issues is their personal needs come from someone else's needs. If you need something, don't expect another person to just drop what they're doing and help you. They believe that it is your job to ensure that they have everything they need, even if it means that you don't have time to take care of your own responsibilities. I say enabling individuals is when you do something for someone that they can do for themselves. Now, with entitlement, they don't care whether you can do it or not. They demand that you do it. Another thing is when someone doesn't give or when someone doesn't give it to their demand, doing the temper tantrum, they will be very dramatic when something doesn't go their way. If a friend or family member acts like this, you know it's best to avoid them when it's happened. Otherwise, they will try to make themselves look better by bringing you down. So you've got to be mindful of that. And this right here is really huge, is they are not grateful for what they have in life. A person with entitlement issues always wants more. They have, if someone with a sense of entitlement may not say thank you or show other signs of appreciation for what they have. This is because if they believe that they have the right to have everything, so they don't value anything. Now, that is why it's very good to teach children at a very young age to say thank you, to be mindful, to be grateful. Because if you don't have value on human life, if you don't have value on the things that you already possess, why should you be given anything more? I don't want this anymore. We see this especially with children around the holidays, taking the holidays, Christmas. You go out and buy kids all these toys and all these presents, and the very next day everything is broke, and they want to know what you go buy them next. No, no. I've seen parents max out credit card. My mother used to walk to places to try to make sure we had something so that we wouldn't feel less than, and I learned to appreciate that, but I didn't know she was doing that until I got a little older. Another thing about entitlement is they have a sense of entitlement about money, possessions, or friends. A sense of entitlement tends to be pervasive across their life. Someone who acts this way about one thing is likely to act the same way about something else in their life. They may be greedy or will take friends for granted instead of being appreciative, meaning some people don't even want to be their friend because they don't even know how to be a friend. And they act like victims and blame other people for outside forces for, other outside forces for their problems. If someone in your life regularly feel like something bad is always happening to them, they probably have a sense of entitlement. Someone with this attitude believes that the world owes them and that other people are responsible for making their lives better. Now, here's another one. They constantly need praise and admiration from others. When you learn how to appreciate yourself, 
When you learn how to engage in self-care, you don't need for other people to praise you or admire you because you can give that to yourself. Now, a sense of entitlement goes hand in hand, like I said, with narcissism. Individuals who are focused on only thinking about themselves and what makes them feel good may be very demanding of praise and attention from other people. Another area, they secretly struggle with insecurity. While the person with a sense of entitlement may come across as arrogant or confident, this can be a cover-up for underlying insecurity or fear of not having enough admiration, resources, or support. I find that with a lot of teenagers where I have to teach them that it's not the quantity of your friends, it's quality. What type of friends do you have? Not how many do you have? This fear and insecurity can also appear alongside depression and self-isolation. Now, one would say, why do we even need to talk about this? Because entitled individuals have a tendency to adopt goals based around their own self-image, often leading them into conflicts with others. This becomes a conflict. It becomes an internal conflict because the other person feels unappreciated. Like I said, you have givers and you have takers. Some individuals also have codependency issues where they become codependent upon making the other person happy, thinking that in the long run, the other person will appreciate them. That's not always the case. Now, when we start talking about the adapt goals around their own self-image, often leading others to conflict, while they may be able to put up the exterior of being nice and well-mannered on the outside, Research shows that it's just all about show because deep down inside, it's not how they truly feel about themselves or other individuals around them. Another study suggested that entitlement can be dangerous. Some would say, why is it dangerous? Well, with that, individuals that are entitled are more likely to experience Chronic disappointment. You're constantly disappointed. You have unmet expectations and self-reinforcing cycle of behavior, which puts them at risk of harm psychologically or socially. They can be very hard to get along with. Now, when individuals think of themselves as superior, anything that challenges their worldview is met with defensiveness and anger. <laughs> I'm laughing because I had the situation on Sunday where, you know, kind of bumping it. But the thing is, when we start talking about when people see themselves as superior and when someone challenges their worldview and it's met with defensiveness and anger, this creates a vicious cycle. And the more they are challenged, by society's limitations, sometimes the angrier they can become at injustice. So you would say, okay, Jeanette, so we're talking about these things. 
And if again, if you want to call in on the show, hi Jody. If you want to call in, Jody, to join me on the show, give me a call. Five one six three eight seven one nine one four. I'm talking about entitlement without appreciation. Because there are a lot of individuals that are entitled to feel that they are entitled to things and don't appreciate what you already do for them. Now, again, here's some suggestions to overcome a sense of entitlement. Connive the feeling of entitlement. You cannot change what you do not acknowledge. If you don't see nothing wrong with it and you walking around like you just a prince, the queen, a princess, somebody going to knock you off your high horse because everyone is not going to bow down to that. So you have to recognize the feeling of entitlement and refuse to let it impact your life. If you have a hard time recognizing the feeling, think about other times when you felt entitled and notice how much that feeling resembles what you're feeling now. It's interesting, like I said, when I was thinking about this and I was thinking about how I was with my siblings and not wanting to share a room. I called my daughter today and I told her, I said, you know what, you put me in a predicament. And she was like, I put in a dilemma. She was like, uh, what type of dilemma? My daughter gave the dog a banana. One dog, she gave my banana and a half. One dog ate her banana and a half. The other dog didn't. So when I put the dog, let the dog out the kiddo, that dog was snooping around trying to get the other dog banana. The other dog was like, Hell no, you ain't getting my banana. But the dog felt she was entitled. I'm bigger than you. I'm going to take your banana. I beat you up before. This dog was like, I ain't coming out my kennel, and you ain't getting my banana. And I'm sitting there like, I got a referee, two dogs over a banana. Monkeys eat bananas. When dogs start eating bananas. So, what I did was I gave the dog a dog biscuit. And the one dog just went outside with her dog biscuit. The other dog took her biscuit, laid it on kennel, put it between her paws, right by her banana. She was not. She didn't even want to give me a banana. I had to take the banana, put it in a bowl. To put the banana up high, it wouldn't be no problem. But that dog was like, this is mine, and you're not going to take it. So you've got to understand that you are not entitled to anything. Unfortunately, the world does not owe you anything. I remember my mother used to tell me, somebody owe you nothing, Jeanette. you got to get up there and get it for yourself. You, and I'll be like, but they said, we look at Social Security. We look at housing. We look. That's the way to handicap some people. But some individuals feel like, you owe me this. You got grown kids living in their parents' house feeling entitled and don't even appreciate having a roof over their head, don't even appreciate what their parents may even be doing for them, whether it's watching your kids, making sure that you have clean clothes a washing machine and dryer in the house, the small thing. you got young adult children 
taking advantage of their parents and their grandparents because they feel entitled or they feel that you owe me. I had my son tell me one time, well, I didn't ask to be born. I said, hell, I didn't either. <laughs> I didn't ask to be born either. So you've got to realize that. And you also, another tip, find ways to help others without expecting anything in return. I tell individuals, and I've heard it be said, that they used me. I tell individuals, mm-mm, they didn't use you. If you gave somebody something and they didn't steal it from you, you knew what you were doing. Now, in return, you may have had unrealistic expectations or you probably didn't tell them your expectations. And that's why boundaries is also very important. But because you didn't tell them your expectations in regards to why you gave them what you gave them, when you didn't get back what you wanted in return, then people feel used. Mm-mm, don't work like that. So you've got to find ways to help others without expecting anything in return. How can you serve others without expecting anything in return, someone said? Volunteer your time. If you want something in return for your service, consider that what you're doing is getting you or if it's making you happy. I tell individuals, I don't, I don't see clients and didn't charge them if they had something that was going on and I knew that they didn't have the ability to pay. I have people that would say, hey, Jeanette, um, you want to go out to eat? And I tell people, I know they only invite me to go eat because they want free therapy or they want somebody to talk to. But that's their way of showing that they appreciate me by saying, hey, let's go out. Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. Because they know that time is precious. It's valuable. So I appreciate them for that. I appreciate my clients. I have clients that seem like they're lifelong clients. They always check in with me, see how I'm doing, see how things are going. And I appreciate that. Also, You've got to learn the difference between needs and wants. When we talk about entitlement issues, sometimes individuals will get their needs and they want confused. Do you need it or do you want it? And sometimes distinguishing the two. And this makes it very difficult to make healthy, sound decisions since individuals constantly want more than they need. I remember I used to be like, I want a Jag. I want a Jag. Did I want a Jag? Did I need a Jag? I sure didn't want no Jag no Jaguar payments. And my stepfather kept saying, Jeanette, don't buy no Jag. Don't buy no Jag. The maintenance, don't buy a Jag. I feel bad for my daughter now because she bought a Range Rover. Now we're like trying to get the sucker fixed. But I was warned. Your needs versus your wants. Do you want it or do you need it? Sometimes what you need, you may not want. And what you want, you may not need. Another thing is focus on what's in your control. One of the things with entitlement is you see the impulsivity. You see individuals becoming irrational. Things are, they try to control some things that is not even within their control. So you want to focus on what's within your control, whether than what is it. You can only control your own thoughts your own feelings, your own actions, and your responses. It's like I, I've heard it say, 
it's not what a person do or say to you. It's that's only ten percent. Ninety percent of it is how you react and respond to it. Now, individuals, we got to learn how to stop focusing on what other people are doing and how they're responding to the situation, and instead focus on changing things that you can't change within yourself or you have the influence over in your life, meaning working on you. Another thing is practice gratitude for everything good in your life, no matter how small or how insignificant. It may seem at the time, be grateful. I'm grateful every morning when I open my eyes and I get out of bed. I don't know how I'm going to feel when my feet hit the floor. I don't even know if I'm going to fall when my feet hit the floor because of my health. But by that same token, I appreciate the fact that I opened my eyes because God didn't have to do it, but he did. Now, when we practice gratitude for everything, even the small things in life, a home. There are so many individuals that are homeless, a family every day, being a friend or being friendless, good health, like I said. Many of us took our health for granted. I was one of them. And now I'm reaping what I sow. All that not going to the gym, all the <laughs> It's crazy. I went to a, a, um, a bridal party, and we had a softball game. I had not hit a ball probably in over 15 years, probably close to 18. I knew I could still hit because I have good hand and eye coordination. But I know I'm going to be wrong. I hit the heck out that ball. But I had to have somebody run for me. So we got to take better care of our health, our teeth, our dental, our vision. we got to be mindful of that. Take a moment to be grateful for everything that you have and realize that there's a lot of people in this world that would love to trade places with you a lot. You know, we say that individuals, they see your story or they basically, they see your glory, but they don't know your story. They don't know what you went through to get to where you are today. So be grateful for that. And think about how your sense of entitlement is affecting other people. I am very, I didn't ask to be a therapist. Like I said, most people thought I was going to be an attorney. Because I was, I was a legal person. But being a therapist is very fulfilling because it still gives me the sense of being able to talk to individuals from in regards to legal matters, in regards to working, in regards to relationships, mental health issues, you name it. It's a variety of different things. Because I get all the phone calls, if I can't see the person, I would try my best to redirect them in a place to whether it is connecting with a life coach utilizing the EAP, which is called Employee Assistance Program, or any other resource. And, you know, if I don't know, I will Google in a heartbeat. You know what? Why are you calling me and I'm on the show? But you know what? I'm glad you called because now I'm putting you by the thing. I want to hear your take on this. The title is called Entitlement Without Appreciation. Entitlement without appreciation. How people just don't appreciate things. 
And I remember you used to always say, I'm grateful for the fault for the small things in life. You know, back where you guys are, your weather has been out of control. That was why I was checking on you because I hadn't heard from you. I was like, I hope you ain't got caught up in the flood somewhere. You know, you know, they got so much going on. But when you talk about entitlement issues, even the way we grew up, what is your take on entitlement issues and how individuals fail to appreciate things? Well, you're dealing with, uh, well, usually when people talk about entitlement, they're talking about ungrateful kids. Mm-hmm. Kids thinking their parents own something. But then you also have grown folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, grown folks is more so out of jealousy, I think, or envy, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't know. When you're dealing with people, I don't know. Try to stay away from people that, you know, want to make you feel like you owe them something and you don't. Even if you're in a relationship, you know, that's where a lot of that comes from. If you make more money or she makes more money, you know, but if y'all not working, if you become one, then the relationship is in vain. And, you know, and it's crazy because a lot of times when we talk about entitlement and you started with relationships, sometimes people get into relationships that's unequally yoked or we call them back in the day gold diggers or people are attracted to people anointment that they're going to make them come up because this person is in a, has a certain status in their life and they feel like, well, they're going to give me this or they're going to give me that. No. No, it don't work like that. And yeah. they feel entitled. Like they did something, like they doing you a favor by being with you. So now you owe me. Mm-hmm. Pay my car note this month, you know. Buy my groceries and go home. No. <laughs> you said no. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, being an equal yoke is a... Uh, is a disease that a lot of people suffer from. Mm-hmm. And and they suffer from, I want right now. I don't want to wait. Mm-hmm. And we all do. We want what we want. And, you know, we're going to do what it takes to get it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get in bad relationships that we know we shouldn't be in, but we get in them anyway. Whether woman or man. Mm-hmm. You know, we know this is not good for us. We know we're on a different path, and but and you we know do it anyway, a feel-good relationship. Oh, I like that. I like that one, a feel-good relationship. And, you know, and yeah. it don't even have to be a dating relationship. Some individuals get into friendships with individuals yeah. that have entitlement issues. You know, they put shows out there like Mean Girls and, all of these different things, and kids think that it's okay. I was talking to my granddaughter about her sorority because Taina just turned 19 the other day. Amen. And I said to her, I put on Facebook, I said, I'm not sending you no gift until you answer my phone call or return my phone call. So she said that she had been studying and that they were doing something with the sorority. And I said, well, don't treat 
people the way you don't want to be treated. Because sometimes when individuals are doing this, they mistreat people, and that's not a way to be somebody's friend or to welcome somebody, to show that you appreciate them. And I let her know that. Don't don't just be mistreating folks because you done made it through, you done crossed over, and now you're going to give the next person crap in regards to their process. Because one of the things is teaching individuals how to appreciate what they got. I mean, I commend Tisha for the work that she's done with her nieces and nephews because she has taught them to be grateful and appreciate what they got. It, uh, no, no conversation with Mr. Ryder the other day. Tisha told Ryder to brush his teeth before he loses them. He said, well, if I lose them, can you buy me a gold one? And I was in the room, crack it up. If my teeth fall out, can you buy me a gold he wow. said, we can't afford it. <laughs> you six years old and you want a gold tooth in your mouth. What are you watching on TV, you know? He said some other things I don't want to repeat on the air, but um, teacher had to call, teacher had to text the teacher or email the teacher last night because this is a problem. But just trying to teach him, you're not entitled to these things. You need to be grateful and appreciate what you have and don't look down on other people. Because if people are not taught that at a young age or if they're not taught it in the church, sometimes they don't have that sense of self-worth or the value to learn to value people. Well, let me say this to what you're saying. Um, a lot of parents, they send their kids to school, whether it's a six or sixteen. Recess, their playground, they learn something different mm-hmm. from their friends and their household, what they're bringing to school to that environment. Mm-hmm. This is what happened in my house yesterday. And then little Ray Ray want to go home and try it on his mama dad. Uh, it's the same thing. And then a lot of parents, let the TV raise their kids, babysit their kids, and they pick up, they turn channel. You know, they see things that they idolize, and it should be monitored, you know? Yep. So when you hear stuff like that, if he didn't get it from y'all, don't none of y'all ever go to. He got it from somewhere. Show sure does. I want to go to. Yeah. <laughs> A gold tooth. Can I get a gold tooth? A gold tooth. Uh, if I don't brush my teeth, I can get a gold tooth. So yeah. these are things that she was trying to let him know to appreciate your teeth, appreciate well, your health. Well, I think you should have went further. Why do he feel that way that even a six-year-old can have a sense of entitlement? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You know, okay. and what a parent should explain all the time, did you eat? Mm-hmm. Do you have clothes on your back? Do you have a roof on your head, over your head? Do you go to school? Am I fulfilling my duty, my responsibility? Well, yeah, but. No, ain't no but. That's mm-hmm. all I owe you. Don't ask for nothing else. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, it's crazy how when we talk about appreciation and appreciate things, and like I said, I know when I was a kid, I was a brat. I, I know I was. Uh, but I was only with certain people. I wasn't all the time. It goes back to even when you told me how I met you, and you said, well, try to pay for my chili, chili cheap, my chili Fritos, and I said, you going to give me some money for Miss Pac-Man? <laughs> Here you are like, I'll pay for your food, but now I want money to pay for the video game too. You know, that was just my personality. That was my personality. But it's not that I didn't or I don't appreciate individuals, even the people that are in my life today. I still appreciate individuals. But sometimes individuals take people for granted. Of course they do. Of course they do. But, you know, my father told me something a long time ago. He said, don't let your friends choose you. Choose your friends. Mm -hmm. Because if you choose your friends, you know what you got. Mm-hmm. If they choose you, you don't know what the hell you got. That's true. And you don't even know why they chose you sometimes. Right. But sometimes they can but choose you. But for their game, it's, yep. uh, Jeanette got something I want. Keith got something I you know. Mm-hmm. And usually when a person come in, and, and we live in a society where most people have an alternative vote. Oh, yeah. You know, no one is on the up and up. You know, no one is on a on a level playing field, everyone has a hidden agenda. You know, well, if I do this with Keith, I'm going to accomplish this. If I get with Jeanette, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be able to do this. I'm a, she going to do this for me or whatever. Everybody has an agenda, whether it's legit or not. And usually, uh, the person don't find out about it until it's too late. The entitlement. Well, you're my woman. You should do this. You're my man. You're obligated to do this. You're obligated to pay all the bills. The devil is a lot. <laughs> can't live here for free. Oh God, you know, and and that is that is why I appreciate you because, like I said, me knowing you, you brought a lot of things to my attention that I didn't even realize. Where I thought people appreciated me. I thought that people saw me for what I was or who I was, and you was like, mm-mm. So sometimes it takes other people, but sometimes individuals. Like say, other people that don't have a motive. True. Because you, you have know, givers and you have takers. You, you do. Yeah. Can you just be my friend as we are? Can you just, can it, can it not be a give and take, you know? Can we just be, hey, Jeanette, how you doing? You know, I need to talk to you. You want to go to eat, grab a hot dog or something? Why does it have to be something from someone? It has to always, well, let me say it like this, rephrase that. The devil all the time. <laughs> all the time. Ooh. It doesn't matter who it is. Mm-hmm. You know? And if you listen open enough, you will find out. Oh, that's true. You know. But, you know, that right there is something I want to touch on. You said if you listen long enough, you'll find out. Yeah. Sometimes people are just so real with the fact that somebody is acknowledging them 
or they think that somebody wants them. If you pay them attention, yeah. You give them that attention thinking that in return they're going to reciprocate it, and that's not always the case. And that's how individuals get caught up in toxic relationships. That's how people wind up getting pimped. That's how people wind up in these one-sided relationships and friendships, and they don't realize it until they end too deep. Yeah. And then when they wake up and the other person is gone, or they wake up to a come home to an empty house, then you're like, well, what did I do? I want you back. I want you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You didn't appreciate me when I was here. And, and, and we always want bad back. <laughs> and the reason why, because we don't know what good is. A lot of people don't. So it's just like slavery. It's just a visceral. Uh, Moses led them out of slavery. They crossed the, uh, the Red Sea. They got on the other side, saw the promised land, land flowing milk and honey. They wanted to go back. Because they didn't know about it. We have that nature that I, I, I rather at least I hate every day in slavery. Bastard in with me all the time. We have that mentality. We like, we have adapted to what's negative, to what's bad. Mm-hmm. You, you know, know, people are in toxic, abusive relationships because, and one of the things they say is, I know what I'm getting. I know. Well, it was raised that way. Mm-hmm. Your, your house was chaos when you was little. So that's all you know. Mm-hmm. So when there's a lot of screaming and hollering going on, be used to it. Mm-hmm. And then the kids become grown, and they do it. Yeah, that's true. You know, I knew a family. I only knew one family. I grew up with in Compton, and still friends. I never heard their parents hollering at them. Never. Not gonna say no name. Am I on the air? Yes. Yeah. And I honored that then and now. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, wow, their house is different. Yep. And our house, the whole neighborhood knew. <laughs> you said the whole neighborhood. And, and Timothy Covington would say, Maddie Moe and Eddie. Oh, jeez. You know what? I haven't heard that name, Timothy Covington, in a long time. That's one of the days. Yeah, he's doing all right. I have not heard that name. I remember the yeah. name. I can't put a face with it, but I remember that name. Yeah. Wow. That is crazy. So my question to you, Keith, is how do you show appreciation? What are some of the ways that a person can let another person know, I appreciate what you've done for me. I appreciate you being in my life. You know, I learned a lot from being around Dr. Romain, Lisa Romain. You know, Lisa and I have been friends yeah. for a while. And she used to always tell me, I appreciate you. I never used to tell people stuff like that. And I used well, to hear her say, don't know how to show gratitude, mm-hmm. how to be grateful, because they never had an extended to them. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be who you have become, but you should want change. Mm-hmm. You should want change. You should want to change. But what happens is we be, we be ourselves for so long, and we get used to being up, and it is what you get. Mm-hmm. But it's nothing wrong with turning into a new person Correct. and saying thank you. It's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, 
I appreciate what this person did. I'm going to make up breakfast this morning. Mm-hmm. Hey, so-and-so, come on, pick your breakfast. Put nothing behind you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just appreciation or uh, I'm, I'm going to take you skating or whatever. It's the thought. It's the, it's the thought, thought when yes, you don't not, even have to do it. It's no. the thought just to show that you was, like they say, in life there's three people you're going to remember. The person that put you in the situation, the person that was there for you when you was in the situation, and the person that got you out of a situation. Those three people you're going to remember. But just a simple thought of, I appreciate you. You know, there's a, a lady, a guy used to work with me. His mother, she's older now, and every year she would give me birthday cards. Every year. I knew if when I go to my mailbox, I'm going to get birthday cards. There are people still like that because they yeah. just want you to know, I appreciate you. I talked to Miss just a thought, like mm-hmm. you said, thinking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. I talked to Miss Parks the other day. She sometimes I be so I don't want to call it busy, but I be having so much going on. She don't forget about me. Miss yeah. Parks will check in with me, baby. How you doing? What you doing when you coming to see me? I know I gotta call Mother Estelle because I know I'm in trouble with her. If I go too long without calling her, I, I get in trouble. So she she gonna let right. me know. So I, I gotta call her this weekend too. So they show their appreciation, and I appreciate them being in my life. I, I appreciate a lot of people being in my life because they don't have to be there. Right. So what are some it of these? It's not, and it's not, watch this, a requirement. I got to do this to be in Jeanette's life. Mm-hmm. I got to do this. It's not a requirement. It's just good old-fashioned. People call you up. Hey, how you doing? Just to check on you. You appreciate that. Somebody loves me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody care but, about me. Somebody, yeah. you know, want the best for me. And Other than people who are supposed to, mm-hmm. like family. All family is not good family. <laughs> you know what? That's a whole nother show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. That's a whole nother show. So I was trying to give the listeners some ways to show their appreciation by a phone call. Check in on somebody. A it's note. A, yeah, it's just a small thing. Mm-hmm. A note. If you're at a store, mm-hmm. if you're at a store, you see something that you know somebody would like, get it for them. Yeah. Just say thank you. I was talking. I used to talk about before how this lady named Miss Porter's. Every time I had a question or whatever. She would never give me an answer, but would give me a book. Uh, we will go through some of the books that that lady gave me. Because she told me, Jeanette, I knew you would figure it out. Yeah. So I appreciated her. When I bought the business, When I every time I always acknowledged her, because she was a very important part of my life. So those people that mean something to you, take the time to say, I love you. See, they wanted to make that song. I can't think of all of these three words. That's a powerful song. But we really need to take the time to reach out to people to say, hey, I was thinking about you, care about you, I love you, are you all right, do you need anything? You may not be able to fulfill all they need or they want. Somebody asks you a question and give you a piece of paper, pen and paper, who do you appreciate? Yeah. Simply put, you know, who do you appreciate? 
You know what? You said a little saying when you was in elementary. Two, four, six, eight. Who do you appreciate? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. We started that as a kid, but a lot of these things we just forgot about. And we a lot of things so- that got us through. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to implement them things again in our lives. That's true. You know. That yeah. is true. That is true because. Am I on the air? Yes, you are on the air. But Lord. I'm about to end the show. And then I'll call you back to see what's going on. But okay. I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here of Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Anything you want the listeners to know, Keith, about entitlement without appreciation, because we got to learn how to start appreciating individuals and appreciate yourself. Yeah, I think I think it starts with self. Um, talking to the person in the mirror, not looking past the person in the mirror, uh, getting to know who you are as an individual would cause you to appreciate someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, what I want, want, don't just want good for you, but want good for your friend. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and don't be in selfish relationships. You know, a relationship is give and take on both ends. You know what? You just gave me a title for next week. Selfish Relationship. (laughs) Thank you for the title. I appreciate that because that's a big one. Because a lot of times individuals don't even realize that they're in a selfish relationship because of codependency issues. And the thing is that the thing is if you don't appreciate yourself, if you don't know your own self-worth, if you have no purpose in life, it's going to be complicated to appreciate another. Yes. And that is deep. So you got to start with you first. Appreciate your own existence. Realize you deserve to have good people in your life, that you're also a good person. And even if you're trying to do something different, acknowledge that, and that can help one learn the art of appreciation and not feel like somebody owed me because somebody else hurt me. Right. Because hurt people will hurt other people. Well, Heal from people your pain. Mm-hmm. That's the golden rule. Heal from you your not, pain. You're not getting hurt by someone that haven't experienced hurt. You're getting hurt by someone that is going through. True. You know, that have suffered some things and still suffering things. That's probably a rock bottom and don't know how to get out. That's true. That is true. And sometimes they'll bring you down with them. And that's part of that entitlement. They yes. force you into it. All right. Well, I want to thank you here for joining me here with another episode here of Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. And, again, we're going to talk about, you talked about um, selfish relationships. I'm going to talk about that on Monday. So if you have any questions, comments, tips for the show, give me a call. Like I said, you can reach me on my office number, 714-992-1677, or you can email me at jabnylmft at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining the show. Bye-bye.